0: priya karau main mastaron ko ditau svichai tanakup bharam bande rupa sanatanam abhujakam sri divo palakum krishna kirtan gananam goma gyanat nirandasyo gyanan janasal Chakshurun milita tasmai si guru ve buja, konaka, batatu, sankitanai, kapitaro, kamalaya, takshu, vishwamboro, boro, yugodharma, palo, one day jagat priakaro, karunabo, taro, one day si krishna chetunda. Nityanando sahodito, Gurudai, Pushpabanto for banto, chitro sungdo tamuno. One abhayo, charano, Sukado, paramanando, sundaro, subalaprio. Hey, Krishna, karana, sindu, inabandu, jagatpate, gopisha gopika kanta raa raa kanta namo stute tapta kanchan gurange radhe vrindavanishwari pushpabhan sute devi namamaami priye shri guru paramparaki jai
1: Jiva Goswami Ki Jai, Sat Sundarbas Ki Jai, Nanta Cultivation of Ki Jai, Glorious Devotees, thank you for attending another reading from Shijiva Goswami's Sri Krishna Sandarbha. We continue today um, with our discussion of the fourfold army of the Parivasa Sutra. Again, now we are at the in the fourth Sandarbha, the Krishna Sandarbha, and this entire Sandarbha is centered upon the statement Krishna Stu Bhagavan Swayam from the Bhagavatam's Third chapter, twenty eighth verse. So, at this stage in his presentation, Sri Jiva Goswami is now fortifying uh, the position of the emperor statement of the Srimad Bhagavatam with uh, a whole army in support and that army has four divisions and we are now discussing further um, the first division with a couple additional Anuchetas and those are all supportive statements from the Bhagavatam. So as a reminder, excuse me, Uh, Sri Jiva Goswami pointed out in the NOC of this first division um, in the fourfold army that um, now, and this is a, a very nice statement, yet just to augment the pleasure of the audience by a display of unique splendor. I will now cite other verses as well that are like the emperor's supporting fourfold army. So up to this point, he dealt with various statements that could be seen, uh, and he presented them uh, in the typical Indian style as... Uh, the arguments were an, opponent, an opposing uh, statement from scripture or from a Lila narrative of scripture uh, wherein uh, the comprehensive understanding of Krishna being Swayam Bhagavan uh, could be questioned, and he dealt with those uh, quite comprehensively. And now, he's giving some sweetness in his presentation, and this, this sweetness will continue throughout the remainder of the krishna Um And if we look at the overall, I kind of see in the sandarvas, we're in the stage, manda and he's presenting all this sambandha, and now we're finishing uh, our toolage in Sambandha uh, centering on the fact that Krishna is the um, is the focus of the Gaudiya tradition. So this is uh, this is unique, and this acceptance of the Pariva Sutra speaks to the uniqueness of. Uh, our Gaudiya tradition, in that we see this manifestation of the Supreme Lord as the topmost. Not all Vaishnav Sampradayas uh, would agree with this. But for us as Gaudiyas, uh, our whole practice centers around this understanding that Krishna is Swayam Bhagavan. He is the source of There is a hierarchy in the different uh, displays um, when the Supreme Lord manifests, uh, both in the material world, and there is also a hierarchy in the spiritual world, the Vaikuntha realm itself, of the various um, manifestations of the Supreme Lord and this idea itself is uh, is sometimes as jiva has already brought out earlier when he dealt with with some of the opposing arguments he specifically pointed out a uh, a statement by madhvacharya wherein he madhvacharya uh, when looking at the Bhagavatam's, the Bhagavatam verse, from which we derive this understanding of Krishna being the topmost manifestation, uh, madhvacharya uh, he points out in his commentary to that very verse that there is not a, a, a fraction of difference between the different manifestations of the Supreme Lord. And Jiva Goswami, of course, uh, took exception to Madhavacharya's uh, statement, and uh, he gave us uh, his firm arguments uh, in support of the Parivasa Sutra, making it clear that Krishna is the topmost manifestation of divinity. So there's a lot of diversity in um, the Lord's various uh, worshipers, and uh, even when we, we look to the Indian traditions, and the various Sampradayas, and the four primary Sampradayas as presented uh, there, um, uh, coming forth uh, into the into, um, Indian society. Uh, their primary Istadeva um, it is, is, of course, the Supreme Lord, but the manifestation of the Supreme Lord that they see as topmost that varies from sampradaya to sampradaya, or with from acharya to acharya, coming through the ages, certain acharyas may not uh, their their viewpoints are not in um, harmony with those. That have sprung forth uh, through Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. So his advent is revolutionary in a, in a few ways. And as we've pointed out, and it's worth repeating, that even the idea of the Bhagawat Purana being topmost in scriptural evidence regarding. Um, pure devotion. Um, this is this is unique in the way that the Gaudias have brought that out uh, up to the up to the point of um, the introduction of the Gaudiya tradition by Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. The primary scriptural evidence was the prastana trai, or uh, an a comprehensive, um, threefold uh, approach to spiritual evidence, as related in the Bhagavad Gita, in the in a commentary on the Vedanta Sutra, and uh, understanding of the primary uh, Upanishads. So even what is put forth, the narration that the author himself puts forth of his revelation, which led to the rewriting of the Srimad Bhagavatam, as pointed out by uh, Sri Jiva in his first Tattvasandarbha, um, It was not real, this this understanding did not come to the forefront um, until the advent of Sri Shantanya Mahaprabhu. That doesn't mean that it was not there altogether. And the primary evidence to the fact that it, the, the significance of the Bhagavatam was understood by a few is the amazing commentary uh, that was presented prior to the advent of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by Sridhar Swami. And his commentary was so much appreciated by Sri Chaitanya himself, and uh, his commentary is so much brought to the fore by Sri Jiva Goswami in the Sattva Sandharvas. So some interesting points here. Uh, that we continue to repeat just to make our understanding firm as to the significance of uh, the position of Gaudiya Vaishnavism and uh, what we consider the extraordinary benediction. Of Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, golo Prema Premadhan, Hari Nam Sankirtan. By engagement in the Sankirtan of Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, this most intimate of understanding is being made available. So this breaking open of the storehouse of love of Godhead uh, by Sri in pursuit of both his external objectives um, and also his internal desire uh, to relish the topmost um, appreciation uh, for Sri Krishna, it's it's quite. Uh, quite an extraordinary and glorious thing to, to be, to be coming even in the wake, of course, like, um, like others entering into the pastimes of Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, this pastime of Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu is continuing to this very day, and somehow or other, we have been given the extraordinary opportunity to ourselves engage in it in some small way, even though we're coming a few centuries later. So we'll continue. And with the 38th Anucheta, Krishna is the original supreme person. Jiva Goswami writes here, As such, Sri Sukha proclaims Krishna's eternal personhood and also his superiority over all others. I bow down to the original person named Sri Krishna, who is supreme above all. She writes, since it is well known that the name Krishna belongs specifically to him, other forms of God are thereby excluded. By offering obeisances to Krishna, Sri Suka indicates the eternal self-establishment of his form. Swami Pab also comments in this regard, I bow down to the embodiment Of supreme bliss in the form of the son of Nanda Maharaj. Yanacheda continues In this way, what we conjectured in the discussion beginning from verse 131 onward has been further fortified by Sridhar Swami's concurrence of opinion. Here again, we show his concurrence by the hermeneutic indicator known as repetition, Abhasa, as in his comment on the verse spoken by Sri Suka. After hearing that Jarasandha was undefeated, King Yudhisthira became thoughtful as to the means of his defeat. Then the original Hari, Krishna, described the plan that had previously been proposed by Uddhava. Swami comments, the word original, Ajya, to describe Hari means Sri Krishna. Some commentary in regards to this. In Anarcheta 1, Jiva Goswami initiated discussion about the avatars, leading up to the conclusion that Sri Krishna is their original source. He begins by citing verse 131, in the beginning, prior to the cosmic manifestation, the supreme personal absolute, Bhagavan, intending to evolve the cosmos, manifested the form of the Purusha who was enfolded within him along with the tattvas beginning with mahat and endowed with the 16 evolutionary principles necessary for creation so as we remember the way this krishna sandarbha is un- unfolding is in exact um, Especially in the beginning of the Krishna Sundarbha, it is an unfolding based on a, an analysis of the beginning verses of the third chapter of the first canto of the Bhagavatam, up through the statement of the Pariva Sutra, Krishna Stu Bhagavan Swayam, the 28th verse. So Jiva Goswami went through all of the verses sequentially, and he commented on all of them um, sequentially, uh, bringing out uh, the meaning, pointing towards the Parivasa Sutra. And here, what Jiva is doing is he's it. What is what's being shown here is Jiva's. Approach and his conclusions are supported by the great commentary on the Srimad Bhagavatam, Sridhar Swami. The commentary continues. Sri Jiva comments that the word Bhagavan in this verse refers to Sankarshan. In 28, however, while discussing verse 1328, where the Parivas Sutra resides, he comes to the conclusion that Sri Krishna alone is Swayam Bhagavan and no one else. This view is repeatedly accepted by Sridhar Swami, as shown from his comments cited in Anucheta's 35 and 37. Here again, Jiva Goswami cites Shridhar Swami's concurrence of view while, re, while referring to his comment on the principal verse of this Anucheda, Repetition of view, abhashya is one of the six hermeneutic indicators by which an author's intention can be understood. Thus, Jiva Goswami's conclusion That Krishna alone is Swayam Bhagavan is reinforced by Shridhar Swami's concurrence of views discerned through repetition. Now, why Jiva has has brought this up is because in that first verse of the third chapter of the first canto, The nomenclature Bhagavan has been applied to the Sankarshan manifestation from which the the different Paramatma features come. So those manifestations of divinity, the Purusha avatars, those manifestations which come forth from Sankarshan of the Chaturvjuha, those manifestations of Paramatma were referred referred to by Sutta, the original manifestation was referred to as Bhagavad. So, Jeeva's just pointing out, we need to see things in context, and we need to see this statement by Sudha Goswami in context of the entirety of all of the various discussions related to the manifestations of Godhead, the avataric descents, as presented in the third Chapter up to the Pariva Sutra, as revealed in the 28th verse, where Swayam Bhagavan is, is declared as Lord Sri Krishna. So others are referred to as Bhagavan. Sometimes even great devotees are referred to as Bhagavan because they have so many magnificent characteristics or empowerment coming from bhagavan but we have to understand of course such statements in light of the understanding that jiva goswami is providing here in his krishna sandarbha now this this discussion today is is if we get all the way through it, it uh, is very, very interesting. Um, so let us move on to the 40th Anacheda. Furthermore, Bhagavan, Sri Krishna informed Yogamaya Hereafter, I, with the totality of all my parts, Amsabhagena, will appear as the son of Devaki, and you, O auspicious one, will appear as the daughter of Yasoda, who is the wife of Swami writes, Swami has explained the meaning of the compound, aumsa in numerous ways that all are befitting Krishna's state of utter completion. Purnata. Out of these, one meaning is as follows. The word amsena, through his part, means through the purusha, and the word bhaga, a portion, indicates the diffusion bajinam, of maya through the act of glancing, iksanam. Hence, amsa bhagena signifies he who's glancing, or in other words, whose diffusion of maya is executed through his partial expansion in the form of the purusha. Being inclusive of that form, I shall appear as the son of Devaki. In this way, after concluding this elucidation on the six meanings of Amsa Bhaena, Shridhar Sridhar declares... The compound Amsa bhagena, is used by Krishna with the intention of informing Yogamaya that he will appear in all respects in his utter complete, utterly complete form, in keeping with the statement, Krishna, however, is Swayam Bhagavan. What I find exciting in these presentation of Jeeva Goswami is, is the care and attention he takes in presenting his sandarbas and in, in really completely unpacking the meaning and completely finding support for his philosophical conclusions um, in what's presented by Sridhar Swami in his commentary where it's available. Now, and in that way, he's giving a real Seal of, of approval to the understanding as put forth by Sri Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, the understanding, the deep, meaningful understandings that lead to. Gaudiya Vaishnavism. We may think that this is, it seems that he's just repeating again and again the same principles, but you'll see as we go deeper and deeper into this krishna Sandarbha, these principles play out as he begins to bring in the deep understanding of Krishna's name, form, quality, pastimes, associates, and, um, and his different residences or the places for his Leelas. So, all these pieces, he's laying a preliminary groundwork for us. And then as the Krishna Sandharbak moves forward, all these deep insights will have a profound positive effect on our deeper understanding of Krishna, the personality. All of this is coming from. The personality of Godhead, Krishna, is that supreme person, and everything everything else is in support of his supreme personhood, because he is the greatest person. All of these qualities that make him Bhagavan spring forth from him, and all of the opulences. The Ishvara that supports the Vaikuntha realm and spills over into his material manifestation coming forth from his expansions as the Purushas. All this is coming from his magnificent personality. Little commentary here in his Kramasandarbha. Now, the Kramasandarbha is a commentary on the entirety of the Srimad Bhagavatam by Jiva Goswami himself. So, Jiva Goswami, not only do we get the Sandarbhas from Jiva Goswami, we get his own commentary on the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kramasandarbha, and we get another commentary from Jiva Goswami specifically on the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, so, uh, the focus and, and the, the unpacking of, of all, and, and what else? With the, we get to go, Champu a, a re-presentation of the most intimate leelas of Krishna from the 10th canto. So, Jiva Goswami, so much coming from him in relationship to uh, the Jeeva of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the message of the Bhagavat Purana. So, in the Krama Sundarbha, Jiva glosses Amsa Bhagena as follows. This compound signifies one in whom there is participation or in other words entrance of all the parts basically as krishna told yogamaya i'm going to appear and when i'm going when i appear i'm going to appear comprehensively completely all of my manifestations will be present in this advent as Krishna. We go on to the 41st Anucheta. Similarly, Sri Devaki Devi prayed to Bhagavan Sri Krishna. O self of the cosmos, O original person, today I have obtained shelter of you from but a quantum bhaga of a part of the part of whose expansion the creation, evolution, and dissolution of the cosmos verily proceed. So, Devaki making a profound statement, you are the complete original person and the whole material manifestation is coming from a a part of a part of your splendor, a small manifestation of your magnificence. Now, Sri Swami comments on this statement from the Bhagavatam as follows. This statement is to be understood as follows. I have obtained shelter of you whose expansion is the purusha, a part of whom is Maya, the part of which are the gunas, from but a quantum, Bagena, or in other words, an atomic portion, Paramanu Matra Lesena. Of them, the gunas, the creation, sustenance, and dissolution of the cosmos proceeds. So, we can see that Sridhar Swami's understanding of this verse in commenting on it and putting forth his understanding is a comprehensive presentation through commentary on what exactly is being said here by Devaki. So, this statement is also coming at the 85th chapter of the 10th canto, is corresponding to the statement at the beginning of the 10th canto made by Krishna himself to Yoga Maya, that he would appear completely at at that time with all of his different parts. And when we look to... The material manifestation, as pointed out here at the end of the tenth canto, all of all of the material manifestation is just a small a small display of the Lord's splendor. So you can imagine uh, Devaki's delight at having the entirety of divinity present before her. Some commentary in this regard. In this verse, Krishna is described as the source of the purusha who controls maya, which in turn consists of the three gunas. The act of cosmic creation, sustenance, and dissolution proceed from just an atomic portion of the gunas of prakriti. Since the purusha was also described as the source of all the avatars, it is to be concluded that Krishna is the original Bhagavad. Kiva Goswami continues in his Sundarbas, the 42nd. Krishna is the source of Narayan. In a similar vein, Sri Brahma prayed Bhagavad Sri Krishna. Now we get a prayer from the 14th chapter uh, of the 10th canto. Are you not Narayan, the immanent self of all embodied beings, the Lord of lords, and the witness of all creation? Narayan, so-called because of being the refuge of the water born from Nara, garbo Vishnu, is your plenary portion. However, your plenary portions are indeed ontological, ontologically real, satyam and not creations of your maya. Then again, Jiva Goswami goes to the commentary on this verse by Shridhar Swami, where he comments that Orion, who is famed as the refuge of all phenomena, appearing from Nara or Garbhodakshai Vishnu, as well as of the water that has emanated from that Nara is your plenary portion, ungam, or in other words, your form. Jiva then continues. In this regard, the elaborated meaning is as follows. And again, just to, just to, bathe in the splendor of of Jiva Goswami's elaborate discussions here, his elaborate commentaries in these annotations to bring out fully the meaning and completely school us as to how to understand these various statements from Bhagavad Gita. He is your part, he's paraphrasing the verse, anga, whereas you are the whole, angi. This is not mere flattery, stuti matra, because Brahma directly witnessed Krishna's unprecedented glory as described in the following verse. Then he quotes another verse from the 13th chapter. Brahma felt highly astonished on witnessing the liberation of Agasura, as a consequence of Krishna's exceptional power. Again, we come back to this extraordinary uh, display that Brahma witnessed of Krishna giving liberation to Agasura. Uh, Agasura, Agasura's self, and generally the Atma, is not seen. But still, in this particular instance, and Yoga Maya's amazing arrangement, it was Agasura's self, now completely cleansed of all material contamination and ignorance, was able to be seen hovering in the sky until Krishna came out from the dead body of Agasura, and he merged into the form of Sri Krishna. Jiva continues, it is understood based on the principle of, thus enunciate, en, enunciated that Brahma became astonished to see the liberation even of an evil one such as him, Agasura, an event never at all displayed by any other avatar or avatari. Moreover, in the same verse, it is said, "O best of the Kuru dynasty, in order to behold still other delightful glories of Krishna, Brahma stole away his calves and cowherd boys and carried them off to another place where he hid them. Based on the principles stated herein, Brahma desired to see further glories of Krishna, and he did indeed witness such glories. The Anacheda continues, hence, Brahma's glorification of Krishna, as the whole Angi, of which Narayan is but a part, Anga, is not mere eulogy, but the conclusion derived from the natural sense of the episode under discussion. Effectively, this is to say that the witnessing of such glory in others is not possible. <clears throat> in a later verse, in the same chapter, it is said, while Brahma looked on, all the cowherd boys immediately appeared to him with dark complexions, like that of a rain cloud, and adorned in yellow silken garments. This and the ensuing verses describe how Brahma directly witnessed the Asvaras from millions of Brahmandas being manifested by Sri Krishna alone as part of his parts. Additionally, each of them were being separately worshipped by Prakriti's primordial potencies by the metanormal powers, such as anima, atomization, the 24 evolutionary principles of Sankhya, beginning with Mahat, cosmic intellect, their supporting factors such as time and innate disposition, Swabhava. The Brahmandas produced out of this conglomeration the creators such as Brahma who are within the Brahmandas and the living beings all the way down to the blades of grass. Jiva Goswami continues, because this episode involves the revelation of the amalgam of all potencies, it indeed forms the extraordinary seed of Sridhar Swami's explanation of the statement, Krishna, however, is Swayam Bhagavan. Other displays of powers, such as showing the universal form, are within the capacity of any one of the Purushas, who are imminent, each within their own respective universe, Brahmanda. From this, it is to be understood that Sridhar Swami's explanation of the non-distinction of Beda of the Purusha and Bhagavan in his commentary on verses such as 131 has been presented for the sole purpose of inciting worship, as in the case of the identification of the gross cosmic form, Virat, with the Purusha. In reality, however, Sridhar Swami has accepted Shri Krishna alone as the supreme shelter. As he plainly states at the beginning of his commentary on the 10th canto. So, what Jeeva's bringing out here is the fact that where we see at the beginning of Swamipad's commentary, at the beginning of the third. Chapter of the first canto, wherein he's, he's pointing out that the Purusha is Bhagavan. The reason that he's writing in that way in his commentary there should be looked upon as similar to those statements in the various scriptures which point to the Virat conception and give some significance to that Virat Rupa of the Lord for worship by the yogis. So it's an inter- interesting point being made here that Sridhar making such a statement in his commentary to facilitate the worshipers or those yogis who are inclined to worship the Purusha manifestations of divinity. To give them some encouragement, he's referring to those Purusha manifestations as Bhagavan. Just as in other places in Shastra, the Virat Rupa is Given some significance as a, a as a as a place to begin worship by such yogis, who who are so inclined towards um, towards that understanding as a stepping stone, it's a necessity, uh, a necessity in that. We have to begin where we are, except under ex- some extraordinary circumstances. and luckily for us, in the worst of ages, Kali Yuga, um, all this all these preliminary steps leading to the topmost worship, uh, an sunyam jana karma janavritamas as enunciated by rupa goswami uninterrupted and unmotivated devotion to come immediately to that stage is truly the extraordinary dispensation of Sri chaitanya mahaprabhu but generally speaking uh, people begin from their understanding, and the understanding is that we, we see divinity in the world around us, and the beginning yogi, a, to gain appreciation of divinity in the world where he resides, he starts seeing the different manifestations in that world as part of the divine form of the Lord, the varat Rupa, and he's encouraged to do so, although the form in reality is not an ontological truth. So now, Jiva Goswami is going to quote from the Bhavartha Dipika of Shridhar Swami, in other words, from his commentary on the Srimad Bhagavatam, he's going to quote quote directly. He says there in his commentary to the first verse of the second chapter, the 10th canto, I offer obeisance to Sri Krishna, the supreme abode, the refuge of all the cosmos who is designated by the nine characteristics known as primary creation, sarga, secondary creation, visarga, and so on. In the 10th canto, Krishna is depicted as the 10th characteristic, the very embodiment of ultimate shelter, ashraya, of all that is sheltered, asrita. He who frolics in the ocean of the Yadu dynasty is called the supreme bliss, Parananda. So this is a uh, this is a, a, a statement by Sridhar Swami, wherein he's now commenting on the beginning of the tenth canto, pointing out the the fact that of all the ten subjects presented in the Sri Mad Bhagavatam, that Sri Krishna Himself has. He is going to be presented in this tenth canto is the shelter of all. Uh, He so many things have been put forth uh, in the other subjects of the major Purana, the Bhagawat Purana. And now we come to the primary subject here. And also for us, we are now coming to the primary subject. Krishna, Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam, um, as led by Sri Jiva Goswami in his Sundarbas. So he's completing our Sambandha-gyan, his teachings on Sambandha-gyan in the Sundarbas here in this fourth one. Jiva continues, if Swamipad's opinion was that other forms of God were also the supreme shelter, Then his words in the 10th canto, Krishna is depicted as the 10th characteristic, the very embodiment of ultimate shelter, would be rendered meaningless. Thus, it was rightly said, Narayan is your part. So Jiva concludes this 42nd Anucheta here. And there's a little commentary that we will... Uh, draw from concluding our discussion today. It's stated in the commentary by Sachin Narayan Das. Brahma describes Narayan as an expansion of Krishna. This is not mere eulogy. As he had just witnessed Narayan manifesting from Krishna a few moments before. The form of Narayan here specifically refers to the second Purusha avatar called Garbhodakshai Vishnu. This episode of the killing of Agasura and the bewilderment of Brahma, Brahma Mohan Lila, forms an important part of the Bhagavat Purana. Brahma's experience amounts to the direct witnessing. Of the paribhas statement under discussion, Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam, Brahma observed Krishna manifesting innumerable Vishnu forms—an event beyond the capacity of any other avatar or avatari. So it's being made clear here that this leela, the Brahma Vimohan leela. The great bewilderment of Brahma is truly the, the quintessential Leela narrative that brings home the Parivas Sutra of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Finding on verses one, three, one, and two. Sridhar Swami does not distinguish between the forms of Bhagavan and the Purusha. According to Jiva Goswami, Sridhar's intention in this regard is to incite people to worship the Purusha as Bhagavan. This parallels a scenario illustrated in the second canto, wherein Sri Sukadev identifies the gross cosmic form, Virat, with that of the Purusha, doing so merely to provide a tangible basis for meditation. In reality, Sridhar Swami consistently affirms Krishna as the original form of Bhagavan, as has been shown from his numerous citations of the emperor verse and as clear in his introductory verses to the 10th canto commentary cited here. The 10th canto is primarily concerned with the Bhagavat's 10th topic, which is called ashraya, the ultimate shelter. It is obvious that the subject of the 10th canto is Bhagavan Sri Krishna. It is thus to be concluded that the supreme shelter is Krishna alone and not any other form of Bhagavad. This finds support in Brahmas prayers. So some interesting points. Our next discussion will continue with the. A narrat, an, an additional narrative. Uh, in regards to. Um, Kashiro Dakshai Vishnu. And. Uh, this will be the end of the first division of the four divisions of Shastric statements in support of the paribhas Sutra. And then we will go on to the second division. So the first division has been these magnificent uh, Shastric statements and um, this the last one that he does um, quote is uh, is very exciting and I hope you return. If anyone has a question, I will tr- do my best to address it. And if not, I will. Sincerely thank you for your kind association. Thank you so much.
0: krishna kirtana ganana kanapano prema amrutam banihi vidadhi raja jana priyo priya karamu nirmasta